Hey, Sparkle Face and Root. This is HRH Startup. Wishing you a wonderful new season and congrats on 300 episodes. Stay magical. Hi, Root and Sparkle Face. This is Power Prime from Twitter. Congratulating you on your 300th episode and hopefully another 300 more in the future. Have a wonderful evening and thanks for all your wonderful podcasts. Hey, Root and Freck, Diz the Warlock here. I just wanted to congratulate you guys on episode 300. Wow, what a milestone. Uh, And what a better way to congratulate you than while I'm driving to work because (laughs) whenever I get to listen to you guys, it's, it's when I'm commuting to work or commuting home. So I figured what a better way to congratulate you guys on episode 300. Hey, that's just one heck of a feat and all the content that you guys put out for 300 episodes and the work you do to put into that content is just outstanding. I just, I don't know how to tell you any more than to just tell you that I enjoy listening to your show each and every week and I am so happy to be in some little way a part of your show and and to have you as friends and meeting you at BlizzCon was awesome and uh, looking forward to another 300 episodes. How about that? So good luck on your 300th episode and good luck on 301 and all those after. So I'm signing out before I run off the road. <laughs> this is your good old buddy Diz the Warlock saying so long. You're burning daylight. Hello there, and thank you for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 300 for WoW Patch 6.2. Your friends are waiting, but don't expect them to have any resolutions about buying $6,000 worth of dinosaurs. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Root. And this is Freckleface. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. Coming up in episode number 300 of HearthCast, playing with our WoW friends outside of WoW, New Year's resolutions for ourselves and our WoW tunes, accidentally trolling yourself, and lessons people don't seem to learn about microtransactions. So, hey, Root. Hey there for Reckleface. What'd you do this week in the Blizzard universe? Oh, man, I was I was pleasantly busy. Pleasantly busy. Pleasantly busy. Uh, I got totally shafted on Grumpus. Me too. No, no Grumpus for me, and I'm not paying the 65K they are asking for him in the auction house. That ain't going to happen. No. Sorry. Not even for you. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> not going to happen. Nope. I got to uh, level 11 in HOTS. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I got my uh, refer-a-friend portrait. Yeah, so did I. Awesome. That was cool. Yeah. Uh, I know Siren is pretty close to getting his if he hasn't gotten it already. Yeah, he's level nine. And that'll be two for you. Right. That's pretty close to your your mount there, your vulture. You know, we talked about it last week. I got uh, Fruit up to level 100 and got him his full level three garrison. And I felt compelled here to do three sets of garrisons. And I don't know how these guys with all the alts do it. 
You talk to people who have like five, six, seven alts with full garrisons, and they're doing all the garrisons every day. I don't know how. I don't know, especially now with the herb and the mining and all the work orders and whatnot. Yeah, and I feel compelled to do it all in the oh mornings. Boy. I'm doing three full. Okay. It's it's yeah. It's it's definitely. It's interesting because you kind of learn how to make things go faster for each of your characters. Like, you know, Burning Rush on the Warlock, you get the Blink and some other spells that you can, uh, or, or talent into with the, the Mage, and and then the Druid just kitty form and sprint. So you learn. Yeah. You learn. So that's kind of cool. And then, I, I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened, but I am obsessed with getting a particular T-Mog set for Fruit. Which one is it? I don't know what to call it. Uh, I forget. I have a bookmark. That's okay. good enough for me. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty cool. It looks very, um, I don't know, very fire mage-ish. Even All right. though he's not a fire mage. Wait, he casts spells of fire. He, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and other uh, pretty colors. Yeah. yeah. But it's having me go down into um, oh, that one in the Coil Fang Reserve. Yeah, the Serpent Shrine. Yeah. Yeah, that's where you told me you were the other day. SSC. Yeah. Serpent Shrine Cavern. Yeah, I can run the whole thing with no problem on fruit, except when you get to Lady Vashir or whatever her name is. Right. That's kind of difficult to do as one person. It is. I mean, yeah. it's not, not doable, It's but it just takes a long time. It takes a really long time. Because she goes invulnerable, and then you have to uh, get the, the poisoned right. water yeah. elementals. Yep. And then yep. you, got, you have to figure out where they're at. They're shooting at you, and you got to run around and find yep. them, and then kill them and get their little whatever. So you can do the gear thing on the laser beam. Yeah, I went through all that uh, when the pets first came out. I remember I ran yeah. it with you. Yeah, you did. So I did not die to the elevator boss in there. So that was good. good. I was really happy about that. That's an achievement. Uh, back on Hots, I've been playing Lily uh, instead of Malfurion. Right. Um, I'm a little a little torn there. I looked at my you know my stats and I've outplayed Malfurion with Lily now. But that's not counting Alpha. No, it no. doesn't because uh, they reset all the stats. But yep. uh, I mean I like Lily. I like her. She's got this cool stun, and it, it's just she's more of a support the way I play support because I can like hang out with a tank or hang out with a DPS. And the cool thing when she does is stun, it blinds everybody. And so if it's an attacking AI, or it's because that's all I've played against so far, they turn around and go the other way. So if they're attacking you, if they're like all up in your business and I come in there and drop that little stun thing she's got and it blinds them, they run around the other direction. And you can get off some hits or some dots on them and then they die. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun, even though I uh, almost wiped our group. You're fine. See, I was playing with you and some other people mm-hmm. and there was a, a pug. We had one pug in the group. And this pug like went up to go attack a camp, and I'm like, I'm sticking with the pug, and everybody else is like, okay, but we have the objective is, is happening, the event or whatever it was is happening. I was like, okay, well, we'll be down there in like uh, probably 10, 15 seconds. Like, it's going to be over in eight, you know? <laughs> and then when I get down there, uh, people were dying, and I felt bad. Yeah, knowing where to go and when is a big part of HOTS. Yeah, it'll come. Yeah. You know, I should I should have gone to the objective as opposed to staying with the pug and the camp. I should have just left them alone. Plus, he was that tank dude. The dude at the turret. Uh, uh, turret? You're talking yeah. about Sergeant Hammer? Yeah, Sergeant Hammer. Yeah, that's a chick. I, I keep know, telling you that. It's I not know, a dude. I know, but it's a dude. So it's not a dude. It's a dude playing a chick. Okay. All right. Hey. Fine. So, the dude, <laughs> <laughs> he could have been there on his own. He doesn't take any could damage. Could have been a chick playing the... No. How do you know? Uh, I I just you don't. Know. I, no, you don't. You're making assumptions. <laughs> okay, right. So I should have left them on his on their own. Okay. Okay. 
Gender and, neutral. Yeah, gender neutral. Should have left them, them on their own and yeah. gone down to help my teammates uh, who I had in voice chat, but I didn't do that. So, sorry. Uh, you learn. What about you? How has your week been in the Blizzard universe? Uh, mostly just putzed around in a hots, like I said earlier, in a Hearthstone. Trying to make sure I got those dailies done uh, for both of those, but didn't really play extensively in either one. It did one last set of Christmas dailies on New Year's Day. Um, you know, it was weird. Like, I had every intention on doing those dailies every day that the holiday was up. Right. And then after Christmas, I didn't want to anymore. I, I feel you. I yeah. was, it was very difficult to log yeah. in. Not logging in in general, just uh, just like, I don't want to do Christmas stuff. I'm just over it. You're done with Christmas. I was over Christmas like that Monday. I was just like, <laughs> I'm done with Christmas. All right, I can see that. Yeah, but I jumped back in and tried to uh, check some things off my list. I went back to the Celestial Tournament. So this is Mr. Pandaria content for Pet Battles. Right, that's the one uh, time is high already. I know, and I still never beat it. Okay. And now I have a host of new pets that I didn't have before that weren't out when this came out. So I'm thinking there's got to be some with some new abilities. Um, it should be cake. You know, I should be overrunning this thing. Sure. Right? Right. Not the case. Not the case. No. No. Okay. Um, I went in in the first round and went to, to Sully and tried about three different uh, pet combinations I thought would work. And I just decided that that tournament cheats. <laughs> And I don't care about it anymore. I took took it off my uh, to-do list. Here, here's the thing. I had put it on the back burner, put it on my list that I made. My Google Keep list, mind you. Right. I have a list of things that you're doing well. It's been on that list for like two years. Like, okay, at some point I'm going to sit down there. I'm going to figure this out and get all the teams done. So you know how it works. Like, you can't heal. Right. Once your pets die, they die. Which means every boss has to have its own unique set of pets to counter it. So I still can't figure it out. I've just decided I'm going to absolve myself from the guilt of not getting it done. It's have, just going to be forever undone unless they nerf it. I don't care. Have you tried like Wowhead and see what the strats are? Yes. Okay. I just don't care. Right. I'm done with it. Done with it. It cheats. <laughs> it's not fair. I'll do all the other pet battle content except for that. All right. Well, that's fair just enough. Not doing move it. On. Move on. Move right. on. Move on. Just move on. Be done with it and move on. Move on. Speaking of moving on, we have an email this week. It says, Ahoy, brother, root, and sister, Freck. I enjoy listening to your podcast every week. This most recent had me laughing out loud while sitting all alone. My comment is, I see no difference from setting a parental control on your own account than setting an alarm clock to wake up in the morning. Or, for that matter, circling a future date on my calendar on the wall. Tools are tools. Peace. Scares them over on Rune Totem. Now, Freck, uh, this was you. You had your parental controls. And you won't let me forget that. It's, no, it's, I don't mean it like <laughs> that way. I mean, it was it was something you did. I know, I know. I I did that, and it's it's parental controls, but it's basically just putting an extra uh, layer on your account to uh, keep you from playing too much. Yeah, but Scares makes a good point. It's just a tool. That's true. I mean, I can override it if I wanted to. I have a talking alarm on Do my you? on my phone. Yeah, uh-huh. it's an app. It's called the tar- talking alarm clock. And you can do two things. When you can actually record a message or you can like uh, type it and it'll do that the computerized voice of it. Uh-huh. So when my alarm goes off in the morning, it does a couple beeps and then it speaks to me. 
like for instance, it's trash day. You need to take trash and recycle to the curb. Okay. Yeah, or get out of bed and head to the gym, you lazy bum. So around Christmas time, we were talking about this type of thing, and I was um, telling my dad about how you could set a voice alarm. I recorded him saying, wake up, you're burning daylight, and <laughs> set it as an alarm and then as a test, like had it go off. So <laughs> we're sitting there and then my phone's just going off going, you're burning daylight, you're burning daylight. And I laughed for like 20 minutes. <laughs> Now, have you used that as an actual alarm? No, I wouldn't do that. I'd wake up and be like, You're burning daylight. Oh. <laughs> I'd end up smashing my phone. Like, I dealt with that for 18 years. I do not need to deal with it <laughs> yeah. anymore. You're burning daylight. What year is it? How old am I? <laughs> What's happening? We have flashbacks every morning. <laughs> yeah, every night I dream about being in high school. <laughs> I'd be so confused. <laughs> Do you have a project I do today's an oral presentation? Yeah. I don't want to. some. you make some awesome points as usual. Thank you so much for that email here on our 300th episode. You're burning daylight. You know, Freck, it's okay to play other Blizzard games. All your friends are waiting. This is true. Waiting on you. They are. Okay, Blizzard has how many titles? They have World of Warcraft, Diablo, StarCraft, Hearthstone, Heroes of the Storm, Overwatch. That's a lot of titles. But people tend to want to stick with one game. A lot of them do anyhow. Not everybody, obviously, but a lot of people do. And and me speaking with uh, some of these people, here are some of the reasons they give me. Number one, they say it's time versus reward. They don't have a lot of time. They only have enough time to play like one game. So they stick with the one game they know, World of Warcraft. That's what they have to do. They have some quests to do. We talked about it earlier. There's garrisons, there's quests, there's dailies, there's dungeons, there's there's raiding. And they only have a certain amount of time that they can dedicate to gaming. And they want to get the most out of it. And the most they're going to get out of it in their mind is in WoW. They're also very dedicated. I don't know if you knew this or not, Freck, but Blizzard players of any of the games are pretty dedicated to those titles. Just a little. Like, how many people did we see at BlizzCon that were, like, head-to-toe Overwatch stuff? Oh, yeah. And it hasn't even come out yet. They're buying all the swag. They have cosplay already. All this stuff. And it's, like you said, it's not even out. A couple of the people I talked to said that they, there's a learning curve in these other games. And I was guilty of this one, too. I don't have time to learn another game. I'm happier I'm at. I'm past the learning curve there. I've learned all I can learn in WoW. Yeah, my tune's going to change every expansion, but I just have to memorize what buttons to press again, and it's not a big deal. Versus learning in a whole other game with a whole other meta. Oh, my gosh. You're kidding me. This changes every week? Now I have to fight an innkeeper every week or whatever? (laughs) And out of that sense of dedication comes a sense of community. If I leave WoW, what about all my friends? What about my guildmates who are depending on me? What about the forums which will crash if I don't post on them on a daily basis. There's this community that they feel part of, and they feel like they would be abandoning that community if they went and played another game. And lastly, and this one, it still kind of affects me, is the fear of not playing well. Performance anxiety, if you will, Freck. Absolutely. Especially ones that are a little more high pressure. Yeah, and like HOTS. If you mess up, I know you guys are like, oh, it's no big deal. Of course it's no big deal because we're playing against AI. 
But if we were some kind of quick, quick match or hero league and we did something like that, or I did something like that, you guys would be yelling at me. should point out while we're on this subject. Okay. Canaface uh-huh. did not play with us that night. <laughs> In fact, I heard him say that if he joined, it would lower it with me in the game. It would lower his. MMR. Oh, he was kidding. I know he was still. smiling. <laughs> Here's some counters to that, and why we feel that it is perfectly fine to play these other Blizzard titles. Firstly, they're not all huge time sinks. People say, "Well, I don't have enough time to do this." Well, a game of Hearthstone takes what? Uh, twenty minutes. Less. Mate, that's a less. long game. Five to twenty minutes. Yeah. Yeah. A game of Heroes. Maybe a half hour if it's a long game. Yeah. Maybe 20 minutes to a half hour or so. Now, you know, stuff like Diablo, yeah, that's going to take you all night long. Starcraft. Well, Diablo, you can kind of play however long you want. Yeah, you just stop when yeah. you want to. Except there's always that carrot in Diablo that i got to get to the next act. Starcraft, same way. You do a quick match. Overwatch, very quick. These things don't take a lot of time. WoW is a huge time sink. Everything else, not so much. And... From my vantage point, Blizzard is not putting out any subpar titles. All their stuff is top-notch. No, they're not just cranking stuff out just to crank it like some companies. They've also got tutorials, pretty good tutorials too, that do make that learning curve a lot easier to get over. You know, there is going to be one. I had a hard time remembering how to move, and I still have a problem transitioning back between the games. But that will come. Muscle memory will come in time, so I'm not worried about it. And here's what I found. This community is still there, but it's larger. Because now the folks that I've been talking WoW with, I can now talk WoW, HOTS, Hearthstone, a little bit of StarCraft, a little bit of Diablo. So the community involvement tends to grow. You get a much larger community because you're actually in multiple sub-communities, if you will, of a larger overall Blizzard community. And as for playing bad, man, you know what? Your friends are going to forgive you at least once or twice. <laughs> you keep making the same mistake they make, not, you know, but for the first couple of times, they'll give you a pass. There's a lot of compelling evidence for, to me that tells me Blizzard wants me to play their other titles. And I'm not talking from a monetary standpoint. There's a lot of other flags that let me know that they really want people playing all their games. Let's look at Battle.net. It's a single sign-on for all the games. Yeah, there's no real getting around it. I mean, you sign in once, you can access any game without having to sign on again. All the chat system is the same. <sighs> same friends list. And you can talk between the games. Right. You know, if somebody is playing a game of HOTS, you see that they're playing HOTS, you might be in WoW, you can talk to them. And you can see what they're doing in HOTS, not just that they're playing HOTS. Like, you can see if somebody is in Hearthstone or they... Just hanging out in the main menu, or are they playing an arena? Um, same with uh, Here's the Storm. Are they hanging out? Are they in Hero Select looking for a party? Or are they, you know, in the middle of a game? Or they've been idle for four days or whatever, two hours. Right. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, it tells yeah. you. It does. Battle.net also is one-click download for everything, and it auto-updates. So it, it handles everything for you. It just makes it so simple. Right. So it makes it very easy to try the other titles. Don't have to visit an external website. Don't have to go hunting for it. It's just one of the tabs there and goes like, oh, I'm interested in that. Let me click the install button. And now you can even shop from there, which makes it even easier. (laughs) We uh, had a couple episodes about the cross game reward systems that they've got. Plenty of those. You can get mounts for playing different games. You can get pets, skins, portraits, flags. Oh, and you know what? I need to buy 
the uh, Legion expansion because apparently all the uh, cross game rewards are active. Oh. Like the mountain you get in Hots is available now if you buy it. Oh. Yeah. Time to go pre-buy. Yep. Blizzard has made great strides in having familiar characters across all their titles. All right. Well, like Malfurion, he is in Warcraft. You do quest them. He is a hero that you can play as in Hearthstone. And he's also a hero you can play as in uh, Here's the Storm. That is a perfect example. Diablo. You can fight against him in one and play as him in Hots. Right. And, you know, for Malfurion and all the other WoW characters, they look so much better in Here's the Storm than they do in WoW. Yeah, the graphics are pretty cool. Yeah, and it just makes you go like, oh, they are really cool characters. <laughs> and, man, aren't they powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we are seeing a lot of the, of cross-pollination, if you will, with developers. We've been seeing this since, was it Isle of Giants? Over in, uh, in uh, Mr. Pandaria where I first noticed, I'm like, there's some Diablo-esque features going on on the ground here. And then now in Warlords of Draenor, there's a whole lot of Diablo influence. The outline instead of the sparkles, for one. Yeah. Which I think looks a lot cleaner. It does. And now we're getting even more of that uh, in the new health bars in Legion. Yep, and the new wardrobe system. Yeah, a lot of it's coming up. So what works well in other titles and what, what people really enjoy, the community of those titles enjoys, are, are now being brought into other titles. So that cross-pollination is happening because it's, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. That's happening. That's one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is it's familiar. You know how a health bar works. A health bar should work the same in all the games. So if you see a health bar, you don't have to go, well, how's it work in this game? It's going to work the same in all the games. How do you target What's a target look like? What's it going to outline? Is it going to put something around their, their feet? What are we looking at? It's going to be the same in all the games. And that just makes it easier for the general public to move between the games. So here's my little story on how I started playing additional WoW titles. Very simple. The first thing I started doing was listening to other quality podcasts about the titles I was interested in playing. Hadn't even installed them yet. I'm listening to podcasts and I'm going, what? What is that? What They just said this term. I don't know this term. Let me Google this term. You Google the term. You go, I still don't know what that means. And then you, you, you hear them say it a couple times over a couple shows, then using it in a sentence, and all of a sudden you understand it. It makes sense. You get the game installed. Big step here is you actually tell your friends. You say, you know what? I am going to play Heroes of the Storm in this case. I let you know that. I said, Freck, I'm going to play. I was super apprehensive. I even said a couple times on a show, I am not playing with your little group of friends. It's never going to happen. My big whiteboard of no. <laughs> we erased that, didn't we? We did because Eventually. I asked you for help. And you helped me. You coached me through some stuff. You showed me some maps. You gave me a little intro. I was absolutely terrified about playing HOTS with your friends. I mean, they're level 40. That was level one. Well, I guess I was four by that time. <laughs> In fact, I recall uh, one of one of our mutual friends coming on and saying, oh, oh, look at Rudin, you cute, <laughs> level four. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> but then, Frank, you invited another one of your friends into the game without my permission, <laughs> without even telling me. You just, boom, there they were. And I was like, oh, and nothing I could do. They joined, you were, were the Skype master. You were hosting the Skype call and you added them to the call and you added them to the game and there they were in their party and there was nothing I could do about it. Nope. But you know what? I had fun. And then you added another person 
And you know what? I had more fun. And then you added a whole group. Except we haven't been to the whole group yet, but the majority of the group is there, and I had a lot of fun. My wife was even commenting about how much fun I was having. Aw. She was just telling me, she goes, because normally in WoW, it's, it's you know, we'll say a little heated or a little like, I'm trying, you know. <laughs> kind of stress. Yeah. Stress pounding that keyboard. And, you know. One, 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 one. <laughs> <laughs> and as you noted, I, I, I'm humming. I'm singing my own theme songs. And apparently me and another guy have that in common. You're like, <laughs> do you guys all sing during this? <laughs> <laughs> now that I have enjoyed myself in the game, I'm at the stage now where I begin to ask for constructive criticism and advice. Like you've already said, don't leave the objective. Stick with your friends. Stick with your group. You know, don't. Be concerned about the one-off guy. Go do you know what you're supposed to do with Mac. Do the objective. Understand. So that's constructive criticism to improve my gameplay. You also suggested looking at other heroes. I enjoy playing a support class. You said I should go look at uh, what Arthas. Uh, Uther. Uther. Yeah. yeah. Uther. Close. Yeah, it's all in the family. Well, one thing you have to consider: you get quests every day. Some of those quests will prompt you to play as a warrior, an assassin, or a specialist. Oh, yeah, I just ignore those. You just ignore those. Well, those are an easy way to get gold. Yeah, I just ignore it. Okay. I'm going to get that with the wild token because we're going to make some kind of crossover. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next step, now that I'm starting to get my constructive criticism in, is to become active in those podcasts that I've been listening to. Send in an email. Hang out in the chat room. You know, exchange tweets with them. Become active in that because I'm going to get more information from them in a non-biased, non because, I mean, face it, I there's going to be questions that I'm not going to feel comfortable asking you because I don't want to hear the answer. You know, like... What could possibly? I don't even want to go there. All right. But I might be able to ask a podcast that, and it can be like, yeah, no, you idiot. <laughs> you should never choose, choose this comp. You should always do this, unless it's, you know, this scenario, in which case you want to do, you know, so, you know. And there might be some things and nothing against you, but I might be looking for a very specific answer to a specific question about a specific character that you don't know a lot about and these podcasts might so what you're saying is you talk to your friends who've been playing it and then you go to the experts for those when you really need some uh deeper answers exactly yeah exactly blizzard has made it extremely extremely easy to get into the other games your friends are already there they're waiting for you they're in battle.net you see them just chat with them, ask them if they're having fun. They'll probably try to invite you to a game. Download, install, do the steps I just said, and you'll be well on your way to playing all the Blizzard titles. You're burning daylight. So it's New Year's. What do you think our characters would resolve for the New Year if they could? Uh, to play all of the other Blizzard games. No, no, no. Oh. Your characters. Root the Warlock. Oh, oh. He doesn't know anything about other games. No, he no. doesn't. Sleep more. Sleep more. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Dance less, sleep more. Sleep in an actual bed. <laughs> wow, you know they don't do that. They just kind of no, sleep really standing don't. up, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. Yeah. Well, you can lay him down. Sometimes if I find an inn with the bed, I'll lay him down before I log out. Do you really? Because it makes me feel better. You- oh, okay. I don't know. I'm weird. No, no, that's cool. So I think my tune resolve to stop standing the fire. It's good for the soul, Root. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 
the sole of the feet? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also think she would try to have less unnecessary falling deaths. So her New Year's resolution, fall off cliffs less often. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. I also think she wouldn't broaden her mind and maybe learn a new language like gnomish. Isn't she a gnome? Well, she's a goblin. Well, either one. I think my goblin would try to resolve to learn gnomish. Oh. Cross-faction talking. Yeah. Instead of just saying Get educated. Yeah. (laughs) I think her tunes would resolve to actually be the one to kill an end-game boss and not just be a sidekick. That's a lofty goal. It's very lofty. It's very, yeah. But I think that's their goal. I think they're all tired of every single uh, boss that gets killed. It's not actually them that's killing it. Or or walked off. We didn't even get to kill Garage. Yeah, no. We just kind of watched it. Yeah, no. They stopped it. No. Oh, yeah. They stopped it. We do not want these here. Where and then later, <laughs> we just kind of watched it. Well, when the holidays come around, the, uh, not the holiday holidays, but the holidays. What? You're burning daylight. When Halloween comes around, my tune is going to resolve to not eat candy until she throws up. <laughs> She's got a bad habit of that. It's not good. No, it's not good. So she doesn't want to eat, you know, 200 cookies in 30 seconds just because someone told her to do so? <laughs> That's not good. She's going to resolve to give back to the orphans year round instead of just what she does now, which is once a year takes them out, almost gets them killed, stuffs them full of sweets, and then sends them back home. Diabetes. <laughs> she just gives them a diabetes and sends them back to the orphanage. Yep. <laughs> and I think your tunes need to resolve to learn some newer dance moves. I think they're falling a little bit behind the times. Yeah. Showing their age, showing the date a little bit. The trendiest dance move we have out now is single ladies. You know, let's get some Dougie in there. Or some, some Dougie? Some Nene. Some Nene? Yeah. At a horse dance? Something like that. I was saying they should get that. What was that? Uh, the, the the one by Cy? Is that the guy's name? Oh, Gangnam Style. Yeah. Yes. One of them yeah. needs to do that. Right. That would no. be really easy to animate. Like, it's very distinctive movements. Well, it should be something where one character has it and starts it. Yeah. And then when it gets to that point, everybody has to automatically do it around them. Ah. And they kind of had that, you know, when you throw the, the, the party grenade and everybody right. dances, well, it's the same kind of trigger effect, but everybody does the, the Gangnam Style things. Yeah. So you want them to do the Gangnam Style dance, but Harlem Shake style. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly that. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I was thinking about the Harlem Shake one when I was saying Gangnam Style. Maybe so. But I think Hey, that'd be a really cool toy. It would just go whoop, whoop, Gangnam Style, and boom, everybody dances. (laughs) (laughs) And then it'd be someone who puts out the toy train. (laughs) Yeah. I think our tunes would resolve to learn to say no. Not every quest has to be done. They don't always have to be the one to go digging through poop. They don't always have to be the one to go kill 20 people to avenge the death of one person. Sometimes they just need to learn, you know, when you take a step back, when you go to the end, and just rest some. I was kind of thinking about this the other day, where I had uh, neglected to get a breadcrumb quest. And I come flying in where the quest giver is supposed to be, and there's no quest icon over the dude's head. Like, well, maybe I just need to talk to him. So I go talk to him, and I get the, hello, how are you, or whatever. You know, just a typical, you know, male greeting zero one. You know, and I'm like, well, what's going on? 
And so, you know, I wow headed. I'm like, oh, I need to pick up the breadcrumb quest. Okay. Fly clear across Draenor, pick up the breadcrumb quest, fly all the way back over there for like four copper or something, you know, <laughs> turn in the letter to the guy. And he's like, oh, you're here from this guy. In that case, can you go kill? Like, what? <laughs> I was just here. You didn't give me the time of day. But now that I flew all the way across Kingdom Come and I came back with a missive, you want to go kill people for you. Uh, to be fair, if you were going to hire somebody to kill someone for you, would you hire a random stranger or would you save that for when someone came with a personal recommendation? I mean, that takes a little bit of a trust. Yeah. 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 Uh, I guess I would want some kind of, uh, you know, yeah, letter of recommendation. connection or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Make sure this guy's not an arc. He knows a secret handshake. Yeah. Cosa Nostra yeah. or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me that. Makes sense. I think my tune would resolve to be kinder to boars. Yeah. Does yours beat up on boars? Don't we all? No. We I all? only kill them when necessary. Well. I don't beat up on them. You slaughtered baby boars. Oh, don't remind me. I do punt a lot of marmots, though. See? Should I resolve to be nicer to marmots? Yeah. Really should. Yeah. I found out you can go back to some of the uh, the quests where you have to slap the orcs to make them, you know, oh, work. Yeah, yeah, the peons. You can still slap them around. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you don't get, you just you don't get anything for no. it. You just do it. You just do it and you're like, oh, oh I'm sorry. You know, I'm part of rang. Okay. <laughs> now, as wild players... I think we could all use some resolutions. We should resolve to check our calendars regularly and do events. You know, Wowhead has a great calendar of events. Uh, they list them off in, you know, ironically, chronological order. <laughs> if you go to the top, it's what's going on yeah. right now. It's a Wowhead. It's in game. I mean, there is the big holiday ones. I know you're still trying to get your Drake. I'll never get proto my... Drake. You'll get it. Well, I, I will never get the violent proto Drake. Oh, I'm sure I get it. Is that they're always doing bonus weekends, you know, the uh, Pexy and the pet battles and the time walking and all that stuff. So check your calendar regularly. Uh, socially, don't engage in conversations that will just make you mad. As in, like, you know, don't get involved in politics, chat, and trade. It never goes anywhere. Don't feed the trolls. Don't feed the trolls. You could try to actually stay for an entire LFR. <laughs> and if you don't engage the trolls, it might be easy. Just turn off chat. But then who will tell you that you're dumb? It doesn't matter. Oh. Just do that'd your, be my fear. Just do your thing. Get in there and be like, I'm smashing He's going to call me a Hunsard if I don't have chat on. Uh, just, you know, let me know when you're in LFR and about every 42 If a Huntard didn't hear it, were they called a Huntard? Then the tree still falls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the kitten still dies. Whatever. <laughs> I think I might finally resolve to set my hearth in the shrine. Not Volmar? You know, Walmart? No, mine's in Vol- Where's mine? I have one. Yeah, mine's in Yeah, Volmar. Yeah. Yeah. But wouldn't that make it more difficult to do your Tanan dailies? Are you done with those? I am not. I do those all the time. And, oh, yeah. well, how are you going to get there? Well, I only do one daily in Tanan, but it's killing all the, the champions that I do, the four champions. Is it, Well, yeah, but... I do an Apexus daily. You know, you have to... Ki- you, if you if you change your Hearthstone... I know, it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess I could fly there, but that's a long time. No. I think we should resolve to revisit Azeroth, get brushed up on the geography, the history of it all. You can do that several ways. Archaeology is a great way to um, revisit old zones. Everyone hates it. I love it. I don't care. Uh, world events. 
particularly the lunar festival is coming up that will send you all around Azeroth. Get the title Elder for that. The title Elder. Finish yep. that. I haven't yet to finish that. You can also try leveling a new tune um, without using any of the uh, quick methods. You know, don't go into dungeons. You don't have to go to the extreme of the Iron Man of like not equipping any uh, good gear or you know trying to die things like that. But just leveling up a tune without using any um, uh, quest helping add-ons, without going into dungeons or PVPs, just straight up questing, um, will send you through Azeroth in a chronological order and in a way that helps you explore it. Sort of chronological. Sort of. Until you get to Outlands and then the timeline gets all messed up. I think I would like to finally complete a full team log set. It's like I get into it. I get cool shoulders, and then I just kind of go, eh, this helm works. Or, or, I don't even really need to show my helm. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of getting, like, the whole cool thing. I've only done that, like, once. You know, part of me wants to work on T-Mog stuff, and a part of me is thinking that's just going to be so much easier when the expansion comes out. Yeah. That'll make it easier to make outfits and to figure out what I'm missing for my collection. They'll be way more motivated to do it then. Yeah, but you might as well go get this stuff now. Yeah, but I have other stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's on my list, but it's not on the top of my list. A few other things at the top of my list. One thing that should be on top of everybody's list is to clean their keyboards. Ugh. Go ahead, take your keyboard, flip it over, and bang on it. Unless you have a laptop, then don't. But if you have a... <laughs> Thank you, you for a, that. No worries. Yeah. If you have a regular old mechanical type keyboard, flip it over, bang on it, and watch all the junk fall out. Do you know what's under my keyboard? I'm afraid under my to keys. Ask. Under my keys. It's gonna be dead skin, well, fingernails, probably some cookie yeah. crumbs, cat hair. Yeah, but like, okay, so I had on a couple layers of fingernail polish, right? Okay. And I was picking on it, oh. and like on one finger, this one block of fingernail polish came off in like one big chunk. Was that like satisfying? No, it oh. fell off. I wasn't oh. trying to get it off. Oh, okay. But like it fell underneath my keys and it's oh. too big to come back out between my keys. Oh. So I just see like this. It looks like a finger. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you try compressed air and. Well, what would that do? Wedge it out now. Wedge it out of what? Underneath your keyboard. It's not underneath it. It's under the keys. Well, yeah, that'll come out. If come you, out where? Through the key. Key. Spaces between the keys. It's it's too big. It have to like. It got in there. Yeah, it got in there because it fell in sideways. Well, and what, now it's landing flat. Well, if you just shake it and smack it and shake it and smack it and use some compressed air, it'll uh, it'll come out. All right, I'll try it. Yeah, video that stuff, man. No, <laughs> <laughs> only the weird people on YouTube will watch that, and we're not getting into that. All right, so I want to keep my keyboard cleaner by stop eating at my desk. Yeah, that's a, that's that's a, a bad, bad habit. Yeah. For anywhere, work, home, anywhere, don't eat at your desk. I have that bad habit, too. I try to try to back away from it. You know? Yeah. But, like, yeah. okay, so like if you're gaming with other people, for one thing, I'm much in the ear. Oh. It's annoying. That's almost as bad as Darth Vadering. Yeah. It's funny. You try, you're trying to play the game, they're all like. Yeah, it's like, a little bad. But it's a bad habit, especially if you're not portioning out your snacks. You know, if you just take a bag back with you. And I did that over the break. My goodness. I found this a bag of sweet potato chips. Mm, those are good. From Fresh Market. And uh, they were really salty. But I just like, 
ate that bag in like three settings, just sat there Ugh. and like shoved all these salty chips in my mouth. They're like overly salty. Like Maybe. you think you know salty. <laughs> this is like my fingers covering salt after ah, yeah. I know. And then those, like, where, where, where are you? This is getting all over your keyboard now. <laughs> I know. It's just, you're, it's not good. It's not good. No. Or are you like eating carrots when you're on vent with somebody on Skype or whatever? Who eat carrot? <laughs> <laughs> it came out weird. <laughs> just say who eats carrots. <laughs> a lot of people do. Healthy people. I I eat carrots voluntarily. Yeah. <sighs> uh, so you don't like vegetables? I don't like vegetables. I know. Yeah. On the same vein, standing up more often. Always a good thing. Um, I have a stand-up desk, like a little conversion thing. Yeah. Uh, at work, at home I do not. My neck. I built my desk at home. That's why it's built into the wall. My next desk that I build at home is going to be, or purchase, whatever. When I redo the office, it is going to be an adjustable height where I can go from a sitting to a standing position. That's good. Yeah, this is something I definitely need to work on. Um, Because it's one thing to get enough exercise, but then if you exercise, but you are sitting for eight hours straight, that's really bad for your heart. Oh, I mean, they're saying now that it is as bad as smoking. Ugh, that's yeah. not good. There's a lot of correlations to that. I know they're making an extreme, you know, yeah. it's just unhealthy. Right. And I am the only guy right now at my office with, you know, standing up. I don't. Is it awkward? No. No? No, it's not. I mean, people make comments all the time and it's fine. Whatever. It's, I'm used to it. Oh, you're a stand-up kind of guy. Yeah, I've heard that joke. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you're upstanding in your position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta keep going. You know, <laughs> you hear it all. Then you get the, 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 the reverse of that is when I sit, because, you know, there's not, you get tired. You're like, okay, I need to sit down for a little bit, give my back a break, give my knees a break, whatever the case might be. Right. So you sit down and people go, oh, Odie, sitting down on the job? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bring them, bring them on. I've heard them all, but come yep, on, bring yep, it. You know what you yep. got? So, but no, I highly recommend it. I, I started this years ago and uh, I highly recommend um, standing just at all times. As long as you can. It's, I mean, if it's, if it's painful and it's going to be when you first switch that, uh, give it a break, do it in strides. And then eventually you're, you know, your whole eight hours will go by and you've been standing up the entire time. It's fantastic for your core. So it's great. Hardware wise, I think people should uh, look at upgrading their headsets, their gaming headsets. So people who they're playing with can actually hear them. Because it's, it's just so bad when you get into a game with somebody and all of a sudden they're like, and you're like, are we on Charlie Brown's Christmas special? <laughs> what what's going right. on? And you're like, do you, do you have a headset? Is it you know, is it a, is it you know is, is like the boom mic behind your head? You know, what's going on? Or you know they're just using you know the the built-in microphone on their laptop. It's like, no, just get a gaming headset. They're not that expensive, and your teammates will thank you. And they won't thank you like this. They'll be a- <laughs> <laughs> I think we should all resolve to read at least one WoW book this year. Mm, yeah, preferably a Christy Golden one. Those are a lot easier to read. She's my favorite yeah. uh, author. So it's interesting. So the things I've read about, like Tarantum Alfurion. I mean, I read War of the Ancients. I love that love triangle they have going on with them and Illidan. And I'm just fascinated with their interactions and hots. And I'm like telling everybody about it. Nobody really gets it. (laughs) And I don't know that I would have picked up on that from playing WoW. But since I've read the book, I felt like I have lived through that moment. I can picture it in my mind. I have a connection to it. Sure. So the parts of the lore that you actually sit and read a book about, 
You'll just connect to it so much better. You'll be able to tell the characters apart, understand the story, understand the motivation behind um, certain things that happened. Um, and there's just a big difference between the parts of the lore that I've read in a book and the parts that I haven't, that I've just maybe played through. Uh, you just get so much more out of it. No, I totally agree. And you also get a, uh, you, you understand what's going on in the game a lot better. Yeah. Uh, whatever game you're playing, if there's, if there's a story or lore behind it, get into that and read that. I know that they're talking about having uh, some comic books for Overwatch. Get them, read them. You know, there's stuff that they have online for free for all the titles that you can read. You got me the Book of Cain. That is fantastic to know understand what's going on in the whole history of Diablo. There's so much that happened before you start playing that game. You understand, you know, where Deckard Cain came from. It's just there's so such a rich backstory that it's it's so worth, so worth getting. And you know, honestly, if if you're not a reader and you're a listener, go get Audible. It's only a couple bucks a month. Go get Audible. We we don't have an affiliate. I'm not pushing it. Go get it. And there are plenty of wow books on there that they'll read to you while you're driving down the road or wherever you're doing. What I would push, though, is Curse. Keep your add-ons up to date. If you're lazy like me, the Curse is going to do it for you if you have a premium account. That's what I do because I'm lazy, and I don't want to be that guy. My add-ons are always up to date. I don't have to worry about it. The only one I have to worry about updating right now is TuckUI, and it's got its own little updater. I just have to make sure to run it every so often. If not, it'll tell me in the game that I'm, I'm out of date. So I know before I get into a raid that I should go update, but I try to do that on a regular basis anyhow. But the rest of my add-ons, in-game add-ons, are all taken care of by Curse. Curse Curse.com, just go look at it. It's totally worth it. It's a new year. Got a new uh, new expansion coming up here soon. Who knows, TM. And uh, yeah, just get Curse. And I think we should all resolve to take our friendships outside of Azeroth. Fantastic point. I mean, it's so rewarding to find friends who game with you. Doing whatever you can to take those online friends that you have and meeting up with them or, you know, finding players in your area or whichever method you do it. You know, just try to make the game more sociable. That's why we play. Yeah, there are Facebook groups. There's meetup.com. There's the fireside gatherings. There are a lot of things and ways that people can meet up and, and get to know each other and then actually go do other stuff, you know, besides just play. Yeah. You know, we've had uh, some fantastic friendships develop uh, through meetup.com and, and the WoW meetup group and just and other meetup groups that we're involved in that it's just cool. I mean, we've helped people move and people have helped us move. I mean, that's a cool thing. Yeah. Not everybody's going to do that. So, yeah, just look into that. It's well worth it. it you already have something in common. And, and if you think you're socially awkward, don't worry. No one's going to judge. It's okay because we're all socially awkward. So we all have wow in common, and does it really matter if you're Horde or Alliance or both? Or Shouldn't. It doesn't. No. Just, you know, it's the love of the game. You're going to get in there and play, and you realize that they're going to play other games, and you'll bring your iPad or your tablet or your phone with you, and you'll play Hearthstone against them, and win or lose or draw doesn't matter. It's all about having fun with other people and getting to, getting to, getting to meet other people. Freck, I think that is a fantastic list of resolutions, both for our tunes and for players in the world of Warcraft. So I'm opening a pack of uh, Hearthstone cards. Okay. So I finally got over $10 in Google Play credit. Woohoo! I know. So you know what I'm going to do with that? Uh, buy Hearthstone packs. Seven packs. To be specific. Quick PSA for those of you who don't know, 
If you have an Android device, go get Google Opinion Rewards. It's going to ask you a couple of demographic questions. And then from time to time, it's going to ask you short survey questions. Those short survey questions will award you with anywhere from a dime to a dollar yeah. in Google Play Which you credit. can then buy movies, music, apps, or in-app purchases. Right. Which is how I ended up buying the Hearthstone stuff. Now, I don't know if you know this. Two things. One thing. Do you know you can tell the rarity of the card you're about to open before you open it? If you hover it's over the it. the outline On the desktop. It? Yeah. If you, yeah. like, hover over it, it'll, it'll change color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I've noticed you tend to get better stuff from packs that are purchased with real money than are purchased with gold. Okay. That's interesting. And they count Google Play money as real money? Uh, yeah, it's right. real money to them. They're right. getting money yeah. off of it. So, all right. So, I'm on my desktop. I, I bought the packs on my phone. And I was like, I want to open this up on the desktop. And I got to one pack where I saw I had a rare and epic and a legendary. Ooh. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So, I go to open it about to open it and i decide to hit my keyboard shortcut to uh, record it yeah because you have the video card that would record the stuff like that yeah i thought i could remember what the shortcut was Uh. do you know what i thought it was alt f4 yeah really (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing i could remember so i oh no i have opened my card pack but not flipped the cards around uh, okay. All right. So good news, bad news. Good news was I still got the cards all right, that didn't undo anything. Update. I didn't actually lose anything. Okay. However, I lost that whole moment of un- unveiling the cards, and I don't know what I got because whatever I got <laughs> is a legendary. Oh, oh whoa, 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 no, no, time out. What? So what? What you're saying is when you hit Alt F4 and you went back into Hearthstone, the cards were already in your deck. They were in my deck, yeah. So you didn't get to flip them. They were in my collection. There's no explosion. There's no No, nothing. No, no explosion. No legendary. No, none of that. (laughs) Okay. It was was very (laughs) anticlimactic. Yeah. And then it bothers me that I don't know what legendary I got because it just shows up in my collection as ready to be dusted as like, you know, you have automatically dust cards you have duplicates of. And I went and sorted through it. I looked for any legendary cards that might say two. But I didn't. I don't think it's going to show you more if you can't have more than one in your deck. I think you need to submit a ticket to Blizzard on this one. And then what? But just tell me, look, on this date, I had this uh, cards. I was about to open them. I actually pressed Alt F4. Could you please tell me what cards those were? That's such a stupid request for me to submit to them, though. Like, I mean, it's not, it's not like I lost the card. Okay. I got the dust for it. Yeah, all right. So I, I get you. I follow okay. you. All right. All right. I'm going to start by saying it's a game. Every request is stupid. That's not true. <laughs> that is not true. All right. You, you put the ticket in about losing an item in WoW? Yeah, that yeah. you worked for. All right. You put a ticket in. That you in. paid for. You put a ticket in because you got your character stuck on time. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You put a ticket in <laughs> because uh, you should have gotten a drop from a boss and you didn't get a drop from a boss. E- yeah. yeah, you put a ticket in because you accidentally deleted an item and you wanted it back. Mm, maybe. Okay, there's no difference. Just submit a ticket. This one's actually kind of cool because some, someone can do some on the flip side, on, on the other side, on the tech side, who gets this, they get to go, oh, cool, I have a timestamp about the time. Okay, this is their, oh, these are the cards. It's cool. It's a little bit of investigative. Well, detective work. Yeah. 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 Give somebody something to do better than this game sucks tickets. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. You're burning daylight. Well, point is, I trolled myself because I thought I was going to capture getting whatever Legendary is getting. Instead, I didn't get to see it at all. So that, That's pretty don't awesome. Don't hit all F <laughs> for F4. any reason. A seven-year-old kid, Freck, racked up $5,900 on his dad's iPad playing Jurassic World. By how much? Uh, Five thousand nine hundred U.S. dollars. My goodness, could buy a car for that. Yeah, and this is like in a week. Eesh. Uh, from uh, actually less than five days from December thirteenth until December eighteenth. Seven-year-old kid, Freck. Five days. That's five what happens days. when your seven-year-old's not at school. Sixty-five transactions totaling five thousand nine hundred dollars. You know that's not a lot of transactions. That makes it about $90 a pop. Yeah. So he over and over again spent $90 at a time, basically. Uh, yeah. Not or, average. Yeah, but that's not necessarily one item in a transaction. It could be a lot of things totaling up and then boom, hit, you know, buy. Oh, that's whatever true. Whatever the case might be. Yeah. So this kid, this seven-year-old, he knows the password to the iPad. Not a big deal, right? You know, there's like your swipe or yeah. number codes, no biggie. He also knows his dad's Apple user ID and password. So his dad had secured his account by saying, I require my Apple ID and password for every purchase. Not a big deal. Kid knew that. Kid goes in there, you know, puts in, it asks for it, he puts it in, he buys the stuff. This guy gets upset because Apple doesn't verify the fact that he is making all these transactions and buying all this stuff in a game. As if Apple cares. This is what the gentleman had to say, Freck. I was so mad. I'm 32 years old. Why would Apple think I would be spending thousands of dollars on buying dinosaurs and upgrading a game? <sighs> I take a little bit of pause with that. <laughs> oh, what about the uh, guy we mentioned earlier who spent like, what, $20,000 on Hearthstone? On purpose. On purpose, because he was about that same age and had that disposable income, and that was what he enjoyed, and that's what he wanted to spend his money on, and who's going to tell him not to? I'm 44, and I spent well over two grand on WoW, and Blizzard games in total. Yeah, you know. well, I remember the course of how much time, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. since 2009, or eight, actually, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I haven't played this game. Is it like obviously a child's game, or can adults adore it? Adults can play it. Now, here's the thing. I did download the game, and I wanted to check it out and see okay. you know, how could this happen. And the game is actually pretty cool. It's based on Jurassic World, obviously. And you have to manage a couple of different things in a park. You have to manage the park itself, as in you have to uh, open up fields. You have to, you know, kind of chop down the trees and whatnot. But that's just like one click of a button. But that costs a resource. You have to uh, get food for your dinosaurs. You have to get dinosaurs. You have to fight your dinosaurs. You have to feed your dinosaurs so they can evolve. Kind of like a Pokemon thing here. Uh, you have to have two of the dinosaurs in order to evolve them. Uh, what else you have to do? There are basically four or five different types of resources that you can spend in the game. Now, here's the kicker. One of the resources that you spend in the game looks like a wad of cash. Okay. It looks like money, and in the game, it's money. It's called money. Right. So at seven years old, do you differentiate between in-game money and real-world money? I don't know. Well, I think they would because using the in-game currency, even if it's called cash wouldn't require a password. It would just be part of the gameplay. Whereas buying an in-game purchase is going to pop up a separate Apple window and it's going to put the dollar sign 
and asked for the password and said, do you mean to make this purchase? All right. I, I will agree with this. Okay. However, in the middle of this uh, playing field, in the middle of your uh, park, Jurassic World Park, there is a building and you press that building and everything else kind of fades out and it wants you to connect to all your social networks. When you make a real world purchase, which I did through Google Play, everything fades out. The same mechanism. Okay. The way this game is structured, you run out of whatever resource that you are using pretty quick and it automatically goes to do you want to buy? And it's very quick. I almost made the mistake of buying something for like $9. I was like, whoa, wait, no, no, no. That's nine real dollars. So I can see. Okay. This is a little bit confusing. I can see where the mistake could be made. Now, Apple did refund this guy all his money. Let's just get that out of the way. Okay. And then Apple did come back and go, by the way, dude, uh, if your iPad supports it, real touch, you know, your fingerprint ID. Oh, okay. You may want to use that. Yeah. There are other things that, you know, as parents or as anybody is concerned, they could do like separate iTunes accounts. My kids, we used to have one iTunes account for the entire family. So my son, my daughter, and my wife all had one, I mean, me for the, with the iPad here, it was all one iTunes account. Because I'm thinking, well, we can share programs. If someone wants to buy something, everybody gets to use it. It gets, it, it gets sloppy. It really gets sloppy when that happens because... Even to this date, if if it's not, if we're not careful, when I call my wife, for sometimes my daughter's phone rings. Oh, weird. Yeah. Yeah. So you know we've tried to clean most of that up, but it still happens from time to time. So creating separate iTunes accounts might be a good idea. Yeah, you got to manage too, but you don't have to put purchasing power on another one. That's true. And you know what kind of bothers me is him saying Apple should have noticed that his. Demographics didn't match the spending. That is not their responsibility. If anything, your credit card company, if they're a good company, they will do that. For my credit card, I get an email every time my card is used and it is not physically swiped. Okay, so if I happen to see your credit card number laying around and I put it in on uh, Amazon, I'll get an email. You get an email. Can you deny that charge at that point? No, at that point it goes through, but they have very good uh, fraud protection. So I'd okay. have, I would be alerted to it. Perfect. I could call them up and say, hey, that wasn't me. They also have a program where I can generate a fake number with a spending limit. Cool. So it's a virtual credit card, basically. Right. So I use that for things when I sign up for a trial and you have to cancel at a certain time. And oh, man, yeah, that's I know. Brilliant. I know. And then I put like the spending limit at like $5 and if they try to charge me for 30 that is brilliant because we were doing that before at by uh, previous company I was at, and what we do is get the physical Visa cards, like the gift cards, oh, okay, and, and put like fifty bucks on it, yeah. And then when it was exhausted, it was exhausted. So right. we, if we forgot about it, no big deal. Yeah, if you have a good relationship with your bank or with your credit card, they will let you know if you're spending outside of your normal spending habits. It will cause them alarm because they're the ones that have to cover that. If it's fraud, they'll be like, you spent $6,000 this week on Apple. Is is that right? Apple's not going to do that. You basically handed all your credentials over. You gave implicit permission for that to be used. There was an article this week that basically, I'm just going to summarize it. Apple doesn't know what to do with the full amount of cash they have. Really? Seriously, they have so much of it. This They have a huge reserve, huge trillions and trillions of dollars. And they don't know with the millions that they're making every week what to do with it. They don't, and they're it's like, uh, problem they're, yeah, right. It's yeah. crazy. Just, I throw it in that account. We don't know. We don't. We and it's, it's bizarre. Yeah, they're not going to care. They don't care. No, it's up. To, it's being responsible. Uh, I have a lot of the same features that you have with your bank. 
with mine. I get alerts. We set our own alerts and thresholds. We have one that if it goes over 100 bucks, we get a notice. And we have another, I think my wife has it set at 200 where it doesn't let the transaction go through without a phone call and a, a verbal verification that, yes, I want this transaction to go through. That means my wife knows me. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that means. <laughs> Uh, so we have that, and you know, you safeguard your own account. Blaming somebody else, didn't we talk about that last week? Blaming yeah, somebody I else for your actions. Did. I mean, the point of it is, is, is the game deceptive? Yes. Are they allowing you to purchase way more than you're going to get worth out of? Yeah, but at the same time, at this day and age, people need to realize handing a kid an iPad or a mobile device with a password is basically just like handing them your credit card and letting loose in the mall. Yeah, you're absolutely right. If you wouldn't do that, then don't trust the kid with your iPad password. Yeah, or any any mobile device for that matter. Yeah. Electronic devices, whatever they are, are not a substitute for parenting or babysitting. Oh, that's true. They're not. No. I mean, I, my kids grew up with technology. They grew up with iPads. You know, they grew up, they grew up with these things. But we policed it. We made sure... You know, that they weren't doing anything dumb. We told them, you are not allowed to make purchases. This is what the purchase screen looks like. You're not allowed to do anything. Because what happens is you forget and you get lazy. And the kid says, hey, dad, what's the password to this? And you're like, bring it over here. I'll put it in. You put it in. That happens once. Hey, dad, what's the password for this? I just bring it over here. What are you doing? This is a free game. Okay, let me just put the password in. Okay, fine. Hey, Dad, what's, what, are you, what are you doing? It's free game? Okay, all right, look, the password is, is World of Tomorrow. There you go. You're done. You just told the kid your password. I made the mistake years ago of giving you, a, a, what's it called, a mnemonic for a door code. <laughs> you probably still remember that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> See? And I was like, oh, great. And I didn't want to tell anybody because I didn't want to go have that door code changed. I didn't want to let anybody know that I actually spilled the beans on a... You know, door code. I never used it. I know you didn't, but still, what I'm saying is that happens. But if you don't check up on it, then you are as... It's a liability. It is. It really is. Carry leak. Now, here's what's interesting. I share this story with my son, Siren. He is 17 years old. His words, some. I mean, they summarize everything better than I could have said it myself. What my son, the 17-year-old said was, paying attention to the kid would have been a lot cheaper. That kid's insightful. Paying attention to your kid. I mean, come on. Yeah. (laughs) It's a fun game. I like the game. I'm not going to delete it. I'm enjoying it. I'm having fun. Yeah, because it makes me wonder, because like seven-year-olds, they can get into trouble really quickly. Like you can say, I'm going to go take a shower. Here's an iPad. Entertain yourself for 20 minutes. They could rack up something. Sure. But for this amount of transactions in a week, it seems like that kid was off school and the parent was just letting them play on the iPad all day. Yeah, instead of finding them something to do. No, exactly right. There was babysitting because they were probably like, "Look, I got the week off. Um, I'm going to you know catch up on whatever I'm doing. I've you know I've got my sports. I got to watch whatever the case might be. Here, kid, take this. Gone out of sight, out of mind. You're 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 in the corner. You're playing on the iPad. That's cool. That's fine. That's good. You're doing your thing. Yeah. And next thing you know, six grand. Yeah. (laughs) We're the dinosaurs. So slightly off topic, I finally finished the book Krampus. Okay. Um, it's not what they based the horror movie on. It's a completely different story. Oh, okay. But a similar story where um, the Yule Lord comes and seeks revenge against Santa. Anyways, so when he takes power and he's, he's going around to different uh, houses and he's trying to spread the idea of the Yule Lord, 
he's been underground for 500 years, so he's not aware of the modern world. And he comes into this kid playing video games. And he says he's just, he watches this kid and the kid's just staring at the screen, you know, mouth open, not moving. And Krampus is watching him. He's not aware that there is this devil type creature watching him. And he just goes, this kid is bewitched. (laughs) And he goes and he smashes the screen and says, you are free. Take over the world now. (laughs) The kid's just like, what? (laughs) That's not too far from the truth. No, it's not. Now, as I mentioned, the game, Jurassic Park Lost World, does, it's cool. I like it. I'm going to keep the game. I'm going to play it. But it does make it very easy. And the, and the the path to real spending is very fast. Because, you know, you got to feed your dinosaur. You're like, feed, 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 feed. And you feed them like 10 times to level them up. And you feed, feed, feed. And all of a sudden, you're like, hey, uh, you want to you wanna buy some some food? Like, uh, no. I'm going to go do this for a second. And you're like, do, do, do. And like, you want to buy this? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm really at the point where I'd rather just pay for a game outright than deal with the microtransaction game. Me for the too. most part. And this one isn't as bad. See, this is the thing that gets you. Like, I've tried some of those other ones. Like, there's a, there's a commercial going on right now with, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's got some kind of uh, commando war game. I downloaded it. The first thing he wants me to do is spend money. And I'm like, nope, I'm out. Uh, I saw another cool game. I downloaded it. It's like, within 30 seconds, it's like, oh, and you can spend money to speed this process up. Nope, nope I'm out. Nope, nope. While that does exist in Jurassic World, it is not thrown at your face to speed stuff up, spend money and speed stuff up. What is, is that little deceptive, you're out of resources, you can buy more resources. So that you got to be careful with. But I like the game. It's cool because you get to level your dinosaurs, you get to find some dinosaurs, you get to uh, feed them, you get to battle them. And the battling is really cool because it's it's turn-based, much like pet battles. And you can actually choose to skip a turn. You get like one point per turn. You can choose to skip a turn, and you can get double the next turn. So if I skip a turn, you can do, like, there's attack, there's defend, and there's charge or something. Okay. So there's three options you can do per turn. And if I decide to skip one and take the brunt of the attack uh, from the other uh, dinosaur, then I can choose a double attack on my next. So I could double up and do, like, hit him really hard and be done with the fight. So this... There's strategy to it. Yeah, it's a lot, and, yeah. and that's just like one aspect of it. You have to keep your dinosaurs healthy because the healthier your dinosaurs are, the more money, the coins, not money, they make you. The, the coins come from the people coming into the park. So it's just all kinds of crazy. Now, IRL stuff here, Freck. Third time this happened to me. Same group of people, just different people in the group. Okay. Wanting a way to police children on computers or devices. My answer has always been the same. First it was, you know, hey, we, we got kids and we, we don't know what sites, we don't know what, what websites the kids are going on. We don't know what they're doing on the computers. Uh, we, we need help. We, we want you to help us figure all this out. I'm like, oh, great. Okay, step number one, take your kids' computers out of the rooms. Their kids are in elementary school. They don't need computers in no, the rooms. No, they don't. And they went, uh. Okay. I'm like, your kids' computers are in the rooms, aren't they? They're like, yeah. I'm like, and I'm going to guess your oldest child has a laptop. Yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, you want that out of the room too. You know, just get it into a public place. And then, and I said, and then wherever that computer is, make sure you can see it. And then wherever it is, make sure you can walk up to it at any time and log in and see what's going on. And then this back to the wall stuff. Yeah, yeah, none of the back to the wall no. stuff. None of, you know, every you want to see what they're doing, when they're doing it. You've seen my house. Yeah, your uh, computer's right between the kitchen counter and the uh, dining room table. <laughs> yeah, right where it's going right to be there. where everybody can see it. 
you know, and that's where it is. And every computer in the house is from the wall out. There's nothing backwards. Nobody's hiding Jack from anybody at all. Second time this came up, the same group of people. It wasn't in the home. Now it was like at a location. Hey, we're kind of concerned about what people are doing. I'm like, flip the computers. Because in this case, everybody had desks. And you walk into the office and you see the back of the computer monitor. Flip it around. There's no software you need better than human monitoring. <laughs> if you see what they're doing and they start minimizing stuff real quick, guess what? They ain't yeah. supposed to be doing it. Yeah. You know, it's like, look. You can put expensive software on there. They'll find a way around it. And you'll end up putting more expensive software on there, which they'll find a way around. And this cycle can go on and on and on and on. Or you can bust them once and fire them and make an example out of them. Public hanging. Well, not really hanging, but a public example of that firing. That problem goes away. This same group just came up to me again about a week ago with iPads. Same situation. I'm like, in this case, I'm like, just it's kids and teachers. Well, we want to know what the kids are doing. You look at the iPads. You train your teachers to go, this is not what you're supposed to be doing. You're out of the school. Go talk to mom and dad. You've been expelled. And this whole thing, this is why this whole topic is very, because I know we've covered it before, but it's very close to my heart because I hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it when people look for some electronic solution to what is not an electronic problem. It's not. It's an accountability problem. Which is also interesting to me because I know you know all the cool ways to do that. To monitor and to block things and whatnot. Sure. But it's, yeah. that's not what the issue is. That's not is. the point. No. That's what you're saying. It's not. It is not. I mean, there. if there's somebody at a job location at work who is accessing material that they should not be accessing, I don't care how old the person is. If it's a child or to an adult to a grandparent, I don't care. You, you get rid of the rotten apple. And you do that in a public fashion and people get the message. It's that simple. And, I, you know, people may disagree with me. I've been there. I have a great story that I'll tell sometime, with, and I've still got the log files because they're hilarious, about a guy spiraling completely out of control in his personal life, not doing any of his work, and when he finally gets asked to pre- you know, present work, he presented a copy-pasted piece of code, including the comments and copyrights from the original source, which of course didn't work. We confronted him with his logs about all the time he was on Facebook, all the stuff he'd been doing. And then promptly escorted him out of the building. The details of that story are fantastic. But guess what we didn't have a problem with anymore? Facebook? Yeah. Yeah. Amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Anyhow, all I'm saying is on this one, just be a parent. Know what your children are up to. You know, be a sibling. Know what your brothers and sisters are doing. You know, be a spouse. Know what your other spouse is doing or your significant other. Folks, while you are on your iPads and iPhones, please give us a rating over on iTunes. The Darkman Fair is going on until the 10th, so don't forget y'all wee buff. Yeah, I could have waited to level fruit and getting that, but I don't want to get that. Uh, the yeah. holiday stuff. Uh, it's true. More important. Big shout outs to Garrett and Kyle over there and uh, into the Nexus. That's the podcast that I've been listening to for my uh, my hots, as well as hots cast. So getting a double dose there. All of our Twitter mentions and our 300 salutations and greetings and well wishes. We thank you all for those. As well as everybody over on Facebook who uh, liked and shared uh, that uh, Freckleface's latest hit, the Blizzard Baby video. Well, that's just the one that's up on YouTube. We got a whole 
episode of it. Yeah, I put it up yeah. on uh, on Facebook too. Yeah, yeah, it's all over. It's great. You should check it out. And as we close the show, we want to thank you for listening. And remember, your friends are waiting. We love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash Hearthcast and using the offer code Hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash EIPS. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root and Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grid Network.